Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from June 16th to June 22nd, 2014. Since its announcement at the RSA 2014 conference, the security community has been actively involved in the Cisco Internet of Things Security Grand Challenge. The response has been so great that we have decided to extend the deadline until July 1st. For more information, go to www.ciscosecuritygrandchallenge.com. Cisco Live 2014 keynotes, partner case studies, and session presentations are now available. Registration on the website allows access to additional resources and presentations. Go to www.ciscolive.com US. Vulnerability activity returned to levels consistent with periods prior to the scheduled monthly security releases. Highlights for the period include the release of additional Microsoft vulnerabilities and OpenSSL vendor updates. Microsoft reported a new vulnerability in software updates for a denial-of-service vulnerability in the Microsoft Malware Protection Engine and added a new vulnerability to the previously reported Internet Explorer cumulative update released in the Microsoft Security Bulletins for June. The Microsoft Security Bulletins for June software updates included the fix for the added vulnerability, but it was not listed in the Security Bulletin. Additional security updates for the period included vulnerabilities in HP Executive Scoreboard, OpenStack, Novell NetIQ Agent Manager, Symantec Web Gateway, and Zen Hypervisor. IBM released reported multiple vulnerabilities in Sentinel and OpenSSH and HP released multiple software updates for the previously reported OpenSSL vulnerabilities. A researcher posted claims of the identification of 20 new vulnerabilities and 8 proof-of-concept exploits for Oracle Database Java VM implementations impacting multiple versions of the 11G and 12C products. Oracle has not responded to the posting, and there are no technical details to validate the vulnerabilities. The proof-of-concept exploits are not publicly available. New financial banking malware that attempts to bypass SSL encryption was identified. Researchers reported identifying Asprox botnet updates that included the use of over 16,000 new MD5 hashes in attempts to bypass security and spam controls. Criminals continued to update the malicious code, along with related spam and phishing emails, to bypass existing security protections. Users must remain aware that these threats could bypass their protections and remain security conscious when handling email. IntelliShield published 112 events last week that included 63 new events and 49 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. For more information, visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield. In the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, a new anonymous threat was posted announcing continued attacks on the Brazilian government and World Cup sponsors and specifically on a posted list of oil and gas companies. The post listed the date of the pending attacks as June 20, 2014. The anonymous group and its affiliates have already launched several attacks targeting the Brazilian government and associated World Cup websites. 
The anonymous web page that was referenced in regards to this threat was vague and does not give any clues as to the type of attacks the group intended, which was likely the intentions of the group. System administrators should study relevant white papers, blog posts, and follow best practices in regards to protecting networks, specifically in the areas of oil, gas, and energy, to help ensure that fundamental security pieces are in place. These attacks are expected to continue throughout the World Cup, whether specifically announced prior to the attacks or not. Organizations associated with the World Cup should maintain an increased level of readiness. In the physical risk management category, recent developments in the aerial drone space have brought controversial capabilities to the commercial market. A manufacturer of weaponized aerial drones recently announced it had taken an order for 25 units from an international mining company and was finalizing orders from additional potential customers. Unmanned aerial vehicles, or drones, bring a wide range of capabilities, many still unproven. Some well-proven capabilities are security-related, such as surveillance and intelligence gathering. However, recent developments have brought another security-related capability to the commercial market, crowd control. Is this a case of technology once again outpacing society's ability to shape responsible use? Although this capability may be seen as a possible alternative to exposing human personnel to physical risk, how effective drones can be in this use case is still an open question. It is yet to be seen if the deployment of weaponized drones, albeit non-lethal, would have a quelling effect on crowd control or would serve to incite additional disturbance. Organizations and individuals involved in the research, development, marketing, and procurement of this technology may consider these factors when analyzing use cases and be aware of the potential for unintended misuse. In addition, the popularity of the topic in current discourse increases the likelihood of any misuse to have significant exposure in public forums. Next, in the trust risk management category, AT&T reported a data breach to government regulators of California last week. The company discovered that employees of an unnamed vendor improperly accessed customer data and used that data to perform software unlocks of mobile phones. Once unlocked, the phones became valuable for resale, allowing them to be used on networks other than AT&T. The attackers could have also viewed personal information about AT&T customers. Although a much smaller scale than the recent target breach involving an external vendor, AT&T's data breach again highlights the dangers of insider attacks and the damage that employees of vendors and partners can cause. Organizations sharing customer data with vendors must carefully restrict access to customer data, enact policies of safe handling, and audit access regularly. The attack also demonstrates the criminal's ability to adjust their attacks due to improved security features. Like the developing kill switches for smartphones, criminals will adjust their attacks to bypass this protection and attempt to enable the phones for resale and reuse. Finally, in legal news, a United States federal appeals court ruled in favor of a bank in a suit attempting to recover lost funds from a compromised account. The filing company charged that the bank did not provide adequate security to prevent the account compromise and transfer of funds and should be responsible for replacing the lost funds. The court ruled that the bank did provide adequate security based on the availability of two-factor authentication, which the company was not using. This is an important ruling for companies and users. Two-factor authentication in various forms of validating the identity of the individual and authenticating the validity of a transaction are now available for many services. The court found that having the two-factor authentication available, even though they also allowed customers to use only a username and password without the two-factor authentication, 
offered adequate security. Two-factor authentication provides an extra level of protection and should be used on all sensitive transactions and services. Users should be aware that this ruling places the requirement on users to enable additional protection. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com go SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.